Guess what's back, ladies? Back again.、Mm-hmm. Our social is back. Our Superama Social 2019. Tell a friend we are back. Our fourth annual Superama Social on May 11th, 2019, in downtown LA. Join us for a day of self care, fun, food, shopping, activities, and plenty of surprises for the entire family. Get ready to be pampered, ladies. Meet and mingle with some of your most beloved members of our mom tribe and create long lasting relationships with like minded mamas from all walks of life. Get your tickets by clicking the Supermama social tab on supermamas.com. They're selling out fast. Así que pónganse las pilas, ladies. See you there! <laughs> Hola, I'm Paulina. Hi, I'm Bricia. And we're sisters, friends, daughters, wives, and business owners following our dreams, just striving to be a better version of ourselves every day. All right, and we're also moms. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Super Mama Sisterhood. sisterhood. And I was jumping on the waves with Carista. And he was like, oh my God, this is the best ever.、And、we get in the car, we get home. She cries because I woke her up.、Ah! I was like, I wish I didn't have any kids within like three hours. <laughs> she stopped me right there. She was like, Brisa, I want you to understand this. I seriously believe that our children choose us and we don't choose our children. Right. Your baby chose you to be his mom. Mm-hmm. He knew what kind of mom he wanted, and he chose you as his mom. Oh, that's right. Nice. We're all sisters here to inspire, support, and guide each other to dream bigger and to enjoy every moment of this extraordinary journey that is womanhood. Listas? Here we go. <laughs> Super Mamas! Hello. Hi, Super Mamas. How are you? What's up, everybody? How is everyone doing in this wonderful, beautiful week? New week, new week, new me. Does it count? Yeah, I guess, right? <laughs> new week, new me. Why not? How was your weekend, Paulina? It was good. It was very, um, it was good. I, como se dice, cumplí uno de mis sueños. Which was? Which was taking a bike trip with my whole family together.、Mm. With、wow. me on a bike. Wow. On one of them. And not, a, not, not, I wasn't being pulled by anyone <laughs> or nothing like that.、Uh, we did a little beach cleanup this weekend with Krista with the Girl Scouts. <laughs> And can't, uh, can't with you. <laughs> what can't with you for nothing? <laughs> and she says, The Girl Scouts, we have to go.、Uh, uh, you are committed to this motherhood thing, <laughs> I guess. Um,、uh-huh. and so the day was really nice. And my husband said, Why don't you take the bikes and let's go? On, it was on a, a beautiful weekend on a bike ride.、Uh-huh. I was super nervous because, you know, it's my first debut.、Yeah. It's my debut <laughs> on the on, on the tracks. <laughs> And after my fall. Were you nervous? Yeah, yeah I was. You remember when I fell on my ass on,、yeah. in Portland? Yeah. I was very frustrated. Infuriated and mad at the world. And I was like, I need to learn how to ride a bike.、Mm-hmm. So we went. We actually got one of those、um, little,、uh, what do you call it? Like a little pull car that you where we put the baby in, Sabina, because she's not 100%.、Oh, I thought they put you there. Pretty much. No. And、um, Krista knows how to ride her bike. So we rode from Marina del Rey to Santa Monica and back on the bike track. 
Wow. And Who was it, pulling the baby and Sabina? Ramiro. Oh. It was Ramiro with the baby and Sabina. And then, and then you behind. Krista in the middle. Oh, and then the me in the back. So I was protecting Krista and I was like, oh my God. Um, and it was very nerve wracking. But, um, and what were you thinking about the entire time? What were you thinking? What was, was going like, through your fall, brain? Don't fall, don't fall. And I, there's a lot of people. It's Santa Monica. I know. I know. <laughs> there's people that don't understand where in the bike path that it yeah. says only bikes yes i know there's people walking yeah, there and I, know. I wanted to like kick them um and it was it was fun my my yeah I people was, in los angeles don't understand bike riders no they don't they don't understand us they don't get <laughs> Um, and so I went, we, we rode and it was like very, um, satisfying, you know, nice. to go and come back in one piece. Mm -hmm. Um, but the funny thing was that later that night <laughs> I was like, I'm in pain. And my husband was like, what does it hurt your legs? And I was like, no, my arms, I burned my arms so much. Like, oh, from so the red. sun? I was so sunburned. It hurt sun so much. Look, look, look at my arms. They're still super red. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> and oh I haven't felt God, that in a long so time. so funny. I actually text dad right away. I was like, dad, guess what? I can ride a bike. I can ride a bike. I'm so proud of myself. I can Wonderful. ride a bike. That's awesome. I want to get a little basket for my bike. And nice. like put things in there. You know. Um, like what things did you put in your basket? My phone. Because he was falling. I couldn't take pictures. Uh-huh. What else did you put in your basket? What else would I put? Water, my bottle of okay, water, uh -huh. uh, my makeup bag, my computer, <laughs> <laughs> snacks. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What, I would. I'll I don't. Find things I don't know there. what one puts in a. I have no bike idea. Basket, I just so want a basket. I don't own a bike, so I have no idea. But good for you. I was so proud of myself. Good for Yay, you. Yay! I did it. Bike riding. Aww. How well, was your weekend? My weekend was awesome. My husband was out of town, so it was just me and Eduardo, and we did. We had like the best time together. Mm. Um, Saturday we went to his basketball practice. After that, we went to have lunch, uh, and then we went home because mom went to, mom got a massage, <laughs> and he was so patient with me and after that he wanted to go ride a scooter so we went to the park he that was I told with you, you during the massage yeah my friend came over and gave me oh, a nice massage okay, okay, okay. and um he was very patient and we he wanted to go ride a scooter so he went to the historic park that i told you that i like so much mm -hmm. so he rode his scooter with me we, and when i was while i was there there was this festival that i had never heard about it just happened to be happening at the same time it's called the renegade festival oh. and there were so many merchants and crafts makers and we had popsicles and we rode in his scooter and he would ride a scooter and i would walk that was the rules and see who would win <laughs> And he beat me every time. He was very happy. Then I took him to get ice cream. Then we watched uh, Fool's Roshan. Oh my God. We I watched love Fool's Roshan on the iPad in the bed, like after she, after we showered. So we were like in bed together watching oh, this movie. Yes. And he loved it. He was like, Mommy, I really like this movie. That movie's awesome. I've always <laughs> wanted to go eat the papaya, papaya's hot dog. <laughs> yeah. And um, he fell asleep a little bit halfway through the movie so the next morning he woke up he said mommy can we please watch the ending i missed the <laughs> ending of the movie um the next day we went to a birthday party that had that included horseback riding so that was oh, awesome that's very and fancy. then we went to um uh, church 
And then we went to eat together. We went to Boiling Crab. And then we went to get more ice cream. And then we came home and played some games. And then we watched Roller Dance together. And he really liked that. And then we met, we did, we're doing our meditations at night, which knock him out. <laughs> um, and then that was it. Look at you. That's amazing doing that. I had such a, yeah, son. no, it was, it was so, it was so awesome. We had like a little date, like little date, weekend date. And he That's told awesome. me all of these things. It was, it was really interesting the conversations we were having. And he said, please don't tell daddy. Don't tell anybody. Okay. So <laughs> I'm learning how to keep promises with my son, how yeah. to like not tell people. So it was just really. I thought you were going to tell us. I no, was excited. No, no. <laughs> so I listened to this one day and he's going to know that I kept his promises. That's so cool. Well, while I was trying, I was like, I'm going to go to the market yesterday with the three of them. I mean, no big deal. But now the baby's walking. Uh -huh. He's fully walking. And that shit was crazy. I can't. I don't, I don't know. That shit was crazy. Again. Everybody was looking. I was that mom that everybody was looking at. Yeah, I don't know how you even do life, <laughs> sister. Um, but let's talk about this. We have an incredible show for you, ladies. Before we before we get to the show, to do this in your show, I just wanted to say I'm really excited about the Super Maso show. I know we're running little, uh, you know, promos here and there, but it's my god, it's like five weeks left. Oh my god, it's really crazy. The pressure is definitely on. <laughs> no um, pressure. But I'm just so excited. I'm so I'm excited so that excited. it's coming, that it's all coming together and it's happening. And oh my gosh, I hope I see you guys all there. And Get your tickets. Also, There's shout out to all the Super Amas we run into throughout the weekend. I ran into two Super Amas this weekend. Um, and I just love when you guys come and say hi. So thank, thank you, you for the mom that gave me a shout out through my husband. They visited my husband and gave oh, me Oh, really? Nice, yeah. nice. Well, this week on the show, we have Zoila Darton of Ward Agency. Zoila is a native New Yorker living and hustling in LA. She is the head dot connector of Ward Creative. Zoila aims to empower people and brands making the world a better place. She places a heavy emphasis on supporting women of color and their businesses. Last year, Ward raised over $7,000 for Planned Parenthood through their sale of their creator shirt, which says women in nine different languages. Zoila's role model is her mother, and she's passionate about fostering community, the arts, equality, self-care, and her newest and greatest project, her son, Dakota. So without further ado, here is Soila Darton. Welcome Hello. to the show, Soila. Hi. So great to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be Aww, here. I'm so a big fan. You have, how many children do you have? Who are you? For those of us that don't know you, tell us about yourself. How long have you been a mom? Oh, well. Do you love it? Do you hate it? <laughs> what day is it? No. <laughs> what time? Right? It just depends. Um, so I'm Soyla Darton. I'm a native New Yorker. I live in LA now, obviously, because I'm here. Uh, I've been here for a little over three years, and I'm finally starting to feel like LA is home. It mm -hmm. takes a minute. Um, I have one child, one son. He just turned one. Perfect. Happy birthday, Dakota. Um, he's amazing. Um, he's changed me. He's taught me patience and how to slow down. And he's honestly strengthened my relationship with my, my husband, Zach, who I've been with since I was 22 years old and I'm now oh. 34. So you can imagine we've been through some shit. Yeah. Um, oh, um, obviously. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's my my mom's story. Um, 
I love my son. I love being a mom. It definitely feels like something that comes easy to me. Um, what was your um, What was your birthing experience? Oh God, um, my birthing experience was kind of nuts. So. Dakota was five weeks early. And wow. Whoa. Yeah. He was five weeks early. I am a, I'm a solopreneur, I guess you could say. So you can imagine what kind of wrench that put into my business. <laughs> I was not prepared. I was like actually negotiating a deal for a client in the recovery room because I had a C-section. <laughs> and yeah, it was pretty crazy. But um, one thing I can say about him coming so early was that I had no time to get stressed. Like, mm-hmm. there, it was just kind of like, it's happening. Let's get a bag together. Go to the hospital. Yeah. Like, there was, and, and we were so excited to meet our son. You know, my husband is funny. Like, I think he wanted him to come early. Like, he just want, he didn't really enjoy the pregnancy <laughs> as much, which fuck you. But like, <laughs> what do you mean you did? Hold on. Yeah. He says that to me. He's like, I didn't really enjoy you being pregnant. And I was like, well, <laughs> you're a dick. <laughs> but what does it, that even mean? It just he meant has, he should have zero. He, he, zero. Ha- sh- like, zero to say, yeah. I wish. Um, <laughs> yeah. Men should not. Think no. about, oh, I really enjoyed your pregnancy, babe. What? Were you <laughs> pregnant? No. He, 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 but he was very clear that he was not super into me being pregnant. He was really great while I was pregnant, but he also didn't really love it. I'm not sure why. I think it, you know, I don't know. Maybe he lost his drinking buddy. I have no idea. But <laughs> maybe he wanted the baby to come early. He wanted to meet him, right? Like, I don't think he wanted him to come early, early, but he was happy and we were both happy. But then, um, there were some complications at the hospital afterwards, or rather when we brought him home, which um, at the time we just kind of like pushed through. And uh, we actually ended up at the Children's Hospital oh, of wow. Los Angeles like yourself. And it was, that hospital is incredible. I would like to donate all money if I possibly could to that hospital. But essentially, um UCLA, where he was birthed and where we recovered for four days, was not monitoring his blood sugar levels correctly. Um, They were monitoring him as that of a full-term baby. So full-term babies, um, their blood sugar should measure between 45 and 60. And 45 is like on the low end, but it's not a big deal. Like, it's fine. They were pushing to get him to 45. But I was so uneducated on the subject, as most new mothers are. I had no idea. And I wanted to breastfeed, you know, because, like, you should breastfeed and and everything. And, And I kept asking them, I'm like, is this okay? Like, is everything fine? And they were like, yeah, he's good. But do you want formula and I was like well do I need to feed him formula and they're like no you don't have to it's your choice so I didn't do it and when we got when we got home after four and a half days of recovering my husband went out to grab some things because we were not prepared so he went to Target and I was there and I was like this baby feels very cold and he was and I had a temp I had a a thermometer and I took his temperature and he was 40 he was 95.5 degrees which is very cold um and it was a freaking nightmare and I didn't know what to do or like like what do you you know like yeah yeah what yeah. does this mean so scary so when my husband got back I had done crazy stuff I was like sitting in the sun in our room like trying to breastfeed and like hand pumping with one side because like something in my mind told me he needed more food right. he needed nourishment but we didn't 
I didn't know what else to do. And I had like a blanket in the oven that I was going to wrap him in. I was like in full on crazy survival mode. And then we got in the car and we were living in Hollywood. So we just rushed to what we thought was Kaiser Permanente. But we ended up in the children's hospital and they saved my kid's life. That's amazing. We were there for two days. He was incubating and like they were making sure that there was no bacteria growing. And, uh, you know, it was touch and go. Like we thought he was going to die. Wow. But he didn't. And now he's one. And wow. Yeah. It speaks so much of mother's instinct and how that's the one thing you should follow the most because Mm -hmm. some, like you said, something inside you said, this child needs to be, he's too cold. Absolutely. And and that's so scary. It was. The scare, and I never really processed it fully, you know, because we don't, we're away from home. We don't have a lot of family. So, like, when we got home, it was again back to survival mode. Like, how can we make sure that we create a positive home for this baby and like our relationship? There was not a lot of help at the time. Like, family came to visit for a few days, but it, you know, it was us. So, I didn't really even process it until recently. Um, and now I'm such an, I'm just such an advocate for moms, new and seasoned, taking care of themselves and really allowing yourself to feel the feelings, even if it's scary to feel like you're out of control or to feel like you are angry or you're sad or like, Sometimes you're like, I want to throw this baby out the window. They won't stop crying. <laughs> yes. Don't throw the baby out the window, but it's okay to feel that way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Take a minute, mm-hmm. you know, because it happens to all of us. I know. I'm I'm taking a, a trip with my girlfriends and I was explaining to my children. They're like, why? Why are you going? I said, look, listen, mommy really needs some time off. Like, I love you guys so much, but sometimes mommy needs to leave away from you and daddy and just be me and remember to that, you know, I still, I'm still me because they're before you guys. I was just me. And right. she, they were like, okay. And, and I was trying to explain it to them. And I said, and they're girls. And I said, I want you guys to know this because when you grow, I want you to understand how important it is for you to take care of yourself. Absolutely. Because that wasn't, you know, when we were growing up, nobody was telling us those things. Like, you need to take care of yourself, you know? So I- I'm trying to tell them since very young age. So they, when they get to a point where they're, I don't know, teenagers, adults, young adults, mothers, they already know that, oh, well, my mom used to take care of herself. I need to take care of myself too. That's so important yes. because we're women, we're instinctually, we're, we are caretakers. Mm-hmm. And we have literally never been told to take care of ourselves until now. Like it's like a new rebel, you know, a revolution yeah. of self care and allowing women to focus in on what the hell is going on. And it's not always positive. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes self care is actually looking at the negative and, and being able to really, you know, take care of that. Um, go to therapy or whatever it is that you have to do, have the conversations with your family, with your friends. And so motherhood has been crazy. I love it. Um, I'm stronger for it, but it's hard. It is. It, you mentioned that you don't have family here and it's just you, your husband and your child. Yeah. And we have a lot of listeners who are in the same position yep. that you are. A lot of their family lives far away and they feel alone and you know this podcast is a way for them to feel like they're listening to their girlfriends their sisters and how do you find community being uh, being an outsider of of los angeles and making this your new home how are you finding those connections how are you looking for help who's helping you right now and what have you done um so first things first like finding community is all about trust Mm -hmm. Um, and 
when I first moved to LA, I was super trustworthy and I was like, yeah, like big hugs, like everybody. But also like part of my personal life is my business and people see a lot of um, access to things. And so for a while it felt like, and I don't know if this is true, maybe it was my own insecurity, but it felt like I was only attracting people because of what I had to offer, you know, mm. professionally. And for a while that really took a toll on me and I kind of retreated from community. Um, and I also put a, I put stake in people in ways that they don't need, like I didn't, it was, um, irresponsible for me to manage that kind of expectation of essentially strangers. Cause I am so used to my community from home. Right. I'm, you know, I'm from New York and like such a tight community. So, these people, these new people are not going to show up for you the way that your mm-hmm. other friends are, but they are still going to be able to show up for you in certain ways. And so you need to be able to trust in those people for them to help you in the ways that they are able to and allow them to. Um, but also, again, manage your expectations with people and understand boundaries. Um, when I became a mom, there were a couple specific places here in Los Angeles that really supported me. Um, one was the pump station in West Hollywood or mm-hmm. in Hollywood. I went to that one. I loved it there. The lactation consultant, I can't remember her name. She was like my savior because I had so many complications with my son. I was pumping eight to 10 times a day Ooh, wow. to try to wow. get like to a point. I'm talking about like women beating themselves up to like do things. Like yeah. I, it was, I was like, I'm going to be able to breastfeed. I was still supplementing, but like I really wanted to do this for my mm-hmm. son. And, and they were so supportive and so I would go to this um lactation uh meeting it was once a week and I think the first one is free but it was all new moms and everyone's problems were mine yes essentially and that's like I mean you ladies know you bring women together that's like what you do Mm -hmm. when you bring women together you realize like my problems are your problems we are all essentially just looking to be seen heard, loved, and to make an impact. Like, that's what we want. And so that was really helpful. Um, Loom, which I actually just came from an event with them, which is a pathway for women. So they they do a lot of um, postpartum, prenatal, and also just, like, uh, resources for women in general. They do a lot of things about sexuality and mm-hmm. menstruation cycles. Erica Chitty Cohen is the co-founder and the yeah. CEO, and she's, like... We've heard so much about that. You have to have her on the show. You want She's to. She's so incredible. Um, she wrote a book called Nurture, which is about the postpartum life and how to no- nurture your your body and your life back, not back to where it was because you'll never be there, but knowing how to learn to take care of yourself. Um, and so I did Mommy and Me courses with them. And we only did like three months, but I met one of my greatest mom friends there. And it was just really nice to be able to have a place to go weekly where, again, the, my problems are your problems. Yes. And like yes. it wasn't about anything else. Like It wasn't about work. It yes. was just about being there. Mm-hmm. I, did, I did that with my first two babies. I don't think I did that with this baby. I think I did it like a month at the pump station. But I think without that, I would have gone crazy. Oh, no. Because I just, you feel that you are the only one going through all of this and everybody's being the perfect mom and you're the worst mom in the world and nobody's suffering like you are. And I remember going to those classes and just seeing women that look like deer with headlights. Like They were just 
I was I was good compared to some of these I women. Am. Like I, it made me feel normal and made me feel accepted, and it made me feel less alone. You know, mm-hmm. and it's important. And you know, that was one of the reasons why we created the podcast. Because you know, after those classes, I said, women need community around. You know, when you, when you become um, we always talk about how it's really hard to make friends as an adult and it's harder to make friends as a mom. Once Mm -hmm. you have kids, it's so hard to make new friends. Can't even schedule. It's impossible just to like say hi. (laughs) (laughs) It is. So I think these, 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 you know, opportunities allow us to create more community, to meet more women and just to feel normal and less alone, which is the goal that we all want right not to yeah. feel like you're the only one that's crazy and also less judged because less everyone's judged. story is so different and everyone you might think that your situation is crazy and you don't want to mm-hmm. share with everybody because you feel everyone's gonna judge you but then someone opens up about what's happening to them and all of a sudden you're obviously not judging yeah which then allows you to then share your own story without feeling like you're going to be judged do you when, know what i'm saying of course and also understanding to to be easy on yourself, mm-hmm. you know, like we are our biggest critics. And I think more often than not, when we are afraid to share, it's not even because of what other people think of you. It's like, because you're not, you're afraid of, of what, of what you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. And like the judgment comes from inter- it's internal, internal 100%. And, as mothers, as women, we're already so hard on ourselves. And then we birth a child and we're like, okay, here's this baby. Like, you got to raise this thing, like, teach it, like, <laughs> so much responsibility. It, water it, you know, <laughs> like, don't forget the fertilizer. And it's like, oh my God, like, this is a lot of pressure because we're also multifaceted women. We're here raising companies too and, and like friends and our families and our husbands sometimes are another fucking child. And it's like, <laughs> sometimes I need you to like, <laughs> yep. it's a lot. Um, but that's also what makes us super women. We're so incredible. Yeah. What, um, speaking of work, so you have word agency. Yes. My, Tell my everyone, other baby. Yes. What is this? What inspired you to start it? And what does it stand for? Oh my Stanford. goodness. Well, um, word stands for, it's an acronym actually for we open real doors. And the, the name came about because I was trying to figure out what I do. And I come from a music industry background, but I've always been a, like a connector. Mm-hmm. I've always really enjoyed watching relationships thrive after mm-hmm. I bring them together or, you know, events come together, whatever. So that's where the name came from. Um, and it's really rooted in the philosophy of supporting women, whether that's through um, supporting of their businesses, marketing strategy, event ideation and support, or events that I, that we actually conceptualize and throw and other cool things. Like what's funny about Word is that it's literally like my brain out in the world. Mm-hmm. And I love that because I love that I can do that because I'm, I have a lot of ideas. And sometimes some of them don't make it off the paper and then, but a lot of them do. And they're not always done like perfectly executed, like the way that I would like them to, but I get them out. Um, it's a beautiful thing. I love doing this business. I love being the master of my domain and also watching women and companies flourish from the services that we provide, the events that we throw, the content that we make. And, you know, I don't get paid to do most of the things that I do. 
You know, like there's maybe one third of my actual business activities I get paid for. The other stuff is just literally out of like my need to create and my want to bring ideas to life. Um, and I, I actually just sent my newsletter out this morning and what that was about was like working for 10 plus years and then finally seeing like, feeling like, oh, it's working. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like I feel like I'm finally hitting my stride and this is after eight plus years in the music business, like doing a lot of what I do now, but for, you know, music industry stuff. Mm-hmm. And then two years of running my own show it's it's crazy, but I love it, and I wouldn't really have it any other way. I just wish I could get paid a little more, but that'll happen. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's it's pretty much new, right? A couple of years Super into a new, business, yeah. and it takes a long time. And for for a business to start flourishing, you can't expect a return right away. No, it's a lot of work that needs to go in there, and yeah. and every business is different, of course. Yeah. I mean, you hear stories about. You know, it's been for two years and it's already blah, 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 blah. Million dollars. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. yeah. But there's also businesses that you hear that we've been at it for five years and we're barely yep. seeing a return. Mm-hmm. And I think the most important thing is what you said was you are the master of your own domain mm-hmm. and you have the ability to say, this is my time yep. and this is what I choose to do with my time. And I think that's unvaluable. It, it comp- Being the owner of your time is unvaluable. Oh, is. and especially as a mom, Mm-hmm. because I can take Fridays off and be at the park all day if I want to. Mm-hmm. And like sure. everybody can kind of go fuck themselves because that's just what, that's what my days are. Yeah. And you know, when there are moments of kind of like, like did I make enough money this month? Like I remember that. And I also just, I, I've, I think since becoming a mother, I have allowed the universe to really carry me. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say it's without hard work. But my my ability to stay positive and stay present, and I think also because my son almost died, like yeah. I have to stay present. I can't think about is he gonna when is he gonna learn to walk? Like when is he? Gonna, no, I'm just happy that we're here right now in this moment, and that has translated into the way that I do business. You know, I don't chase I don't chase opportunities. Um, if it's meant to be, it will be. Obviously, like there are certain opportunities where I pitch, and I'm like, I want to be a part of this, but I'm not the type of businesswoman that's like psychotically trying to do and work with everybody right you know I, I like it to feel natural I like it to feel real mm-hmm. um, because it is the business is so much of me mm-hmm. you know um, I think maybe if I had hire if I hire like a CMO one day like obviously things will change because it won't just be me but right now it is just me and this is what works and and my house is really nice like I have a car I got food mm-hmm. I'm here like I'm I'm good. Yeah. So, do you have any sort of ritual that you that you do? Because sometimes I feel before before when people would talk about that. Like I'm finally here, feeling present. I'll be like, "How did you do? Like, how do you get there? Right?" And it takes a lot of a lot of work, a lot of effort. Like it's taken me a few years to kind of feel a little bit more grounded. But back when I had done no work, if somebody would ask you. How did you get to this place of being present or be like, do you, did you take steps to that? Do you have a ritual? Yes, actually. Um, I'm not as fully grounded as I would like to be because I think it's a lifelong <laughs> freaking, you know, education. <laughs> yes. But, um, recently in the past like five, six months or so, I've definitely made a lot of changes in my life. Um, 
uh, one of the things, one of my practices, and this is something that I've always tried to do but never really did, was holding myself accountable for like the energy that I'm putting out into the world. Mm -hmm. Um, And whether that's a negative or a positive energy, like really looking at where that comes from, why am I doing it? You know, like conflict that I might have with friends or family or in business, like why is that happening? Right. So that's, that's a big part of my journey. Um, And then another kind of just like very surface level is my morning ritual, which I just really got into a couple months ago Mm -hmm. um and it's a pretty strict morning (laughs) ritual um i'm trying to figure out how to work in some fitness because now i'm kind (laughs) of like slipping on that side but i really needed to get my brain together you know like my brain was fucked up like it was not i was not right Mm -hmm. um and so every morning I try to take one hour alone to myself. Um, I do not look at social media until I get this hour out. Um, so my baby is still breastfeeding. So I bring him in bed, I do feed, and then if all goes as planned, my husband takes the baby and does like morning routine, which is like play, and he makes him breakfast. And I go in my little space and I do 10 to 15 minutes of meditation um, I then, which is my favorite part of the day, other than waking up and seeing my son, I pull a divination card and I love these cards. I actually brought them. Um, they're so beautiful. And sometimes the card is so positive. It's like wealth and the, and they're beautifully designed and Ooh. like, but then sometimes, and I pull this same card quite often, like every two weeks, I pull the shadow card, Ooh. which is so strange, right? Because like, who knows if this stuff really works, but like, I feel it does. And the shadow card reminds me to continue to look inward into what what I'm hiding, mm-hmm. which right. is what I was talking about, the accountability stuff and like making sure that you're holding yourself yeah. to a, a, a certain level. So I, I do that. Um, and then I write what I'm grateful for, and then three things that I would love to happen that day. And then I like write out basically an affirmation. Like today I will be, and I think today was today I will be intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I read a book that I'm reading at the time. And it's usually like some kind of like high vibrational book. I was reading um, Marianne Williamson before. Now I'm reading Leveraging the Universe by Mike oh, Tooley, mm-hmm. which is a great book. Um and then I'll do some like visualization practicing and like a little more if I'm feeling oh, that it. Seems like a That's lot. a lot. It's <laughs> a whole thing. So the reason why I instilled this is because I started working with a business coach named Heidi Stevens. And we're not working together anymore because it wasn't really like the right fit. But she was, she had, she has amazing practices. And this is one of her practices. And I kind of changed it a bit for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I, and I had the exact same reaction when she first told, told us about this, like, morning ritual. I was like, bet you crazy. Like, who has time for all of that? But you make time. And I'm telling you, it is, like, I look forward to it mm-hmm. every morning. Yeah, it it's, sense. like, my time. Yeah. And it could be 45 minutes. It could be an hour. But, like, doing, being in yourself for that amount of time every single morning before you do anything else is incredible and she even said she was like if you have to wake up at 5 a.m wake up at 5 a.m and do it go to bed at 10 30 like just 
do it and like yeah. put yourself in this like strict ritual and like your brain waves will literally mm-hmm. change. And they did. Um and I was really strict in it until I went on vacation. So now I'm trying <laughs> to like get back. But it's been really helpful. It really has been. And I if anybody's out there listening, like it doesn't need to be that extreme, but like a morning ritual to get yeah. grounded. Yes. And that's the work it takes to it for takes things work. to happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and that's that's the work you need to put in. 100%. And I could definitely, I can tell a difference when I have a, a great morning routine and when I don't. Because yep. it happens, you fall off. You're not doing that every single yeah. day for a year, 365 no. days. You know, and some people are, and that's what they're killing it at life. You know? And, Tom and, Ford apparently takes a bath with candles every single morning at 4 a.m. Well, there you go. See? <laughs> An hour. I'm like, dude. Okay. Well, it's also Tom Ford. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Ford. I, he's worked a lot to be able he to get there. Uh, but anyway, so I, I think that it's just a reminder of it if is. you have fallen off your routine, mm-hmm. it's totally okay. Yep. And someone once told me this, and you know, sometimes I need to remind myself. It's not how, it's not how often you fall off the path but how fast you can back it into it you know and if you fall off every single day but then you know you come back at the end the next day it's fine just get back on the train accountability yeah i'm telling you that song that song that song came to my mind a few weeks ago and it's been my mantra i fall i get knocked down but i get up again oh Aaliyah. No, it's like I get knocked down. Oh, I get up again. is like, it Third I mean, Eye Blind or like so. Smash Mouth? So nineties, <laughs> but it's 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 so true. I mean, I I feel like ever since I started doing a, a morning ritual, it, it helps me fight my anxiety. It just helps me just ground and get up and be like, okay, let's do this, you yeah. know? Because shit happens all the time, and you more often than not find yourself falling off the rails. Shit happens. All, all the, the time. time. Oh my god! I try <laughs> to get out of the house on time, and I give myself an hour extra time, and I'm still late. Yep. yep. <laughs> so it's like it, it is what it is. Yep. Um, one last question before we get into our next uh, segment. But what is one thing that you told yourself that you would never do as a mom, but now you're doing it? Oh god. Um, because <laughs> we all been there. We're like, when I'm a mom, I am not doing that. When I have kids, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> My what kids are is never going to eat mean, chips and be in front of the TV and other front of the TV, which is yeah, every weekend. I think I said that I would never. This is weird. I did. I was weird about dairy. Oh, okay. I was like, because I'm allergic to milk. And I've heard a lot of like crazy different things. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to be one of those moms that's like, a, oh, here's like a whole milk thing. But I am now, and it's totally <laughs> fine. And he loves it, and he doesn't make him sick. Like, it's fine. Like, just because yeah. it makes you sick doesn't mean it's going to make him sick. Yeah. That's really boring, I know. <laughs> but, like, I can't even think of anything. I mean, he's only one. You know what it is, though? I tried not to, like, judge myself. That's awesome. Before get before even having the baby. It was also, like, kind of topsy-turvy how the baby came about. <laughs> and really, I was just Tell kind us. of like, you really want to know? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My husband and me were together for a really long time and moving to LA, this goes back to finding community and being in new spaces. It was really hard on us, very hard on our relationship. Um, we had to rediscover who we were in a new place without mm-hmm. our foundation. 
And so at the end of 2016, we took a break. Um, and no one really knew what was going to happen. I'm pretty sure he was convinced we were getting a divorce. He was very mad at me. And I was just kind of. You guys of, were married? Yes. We've been married since 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were separated for about six months. And it was like an amazing six months, a hard <laughs> six months, but so important because we needed to find ourselves separately and in this new place and then come back together willingly. Not wow. like because we want, not yeah. because we needed to be together. We had to. wanted to be together. Yeah. Oh, and it's really special. It was really special. It was very hard. Um, but then I got pregnant. <laughs> like we got back together in officially in May of 2017. And according to my gestational period, I got pregnant on around May 25th. <laughs> so, <laughs> and we were like living on a boat in Marina Del Rey. It was like a whole crazy thing. Um, but that being said, because the pregnancy was not so much expected, but definitely welcomed, mm-hmm. I was just really trying to concentrate on like staying fucking sane because we hadn't even been together you know we weren't we hadn't been together we were were still getting back together essentially and then on top of that we're about to have a baby come into the world (laughs) so i never really like super judged myself but i oh i you know what i did tell myself that i would try as hard not as possible not to have a nanny until he was one I have no idea why. Yeah, because we're crazy. <laughs> because what? we don't like, want to accept Everyone help. should have nannies. Like, yeah. we should all have help. Like, yes. this is a new thing that mothers are supposed to, like, do it by themselves. Like, what is wrong with us? No, yeah, no. We have <laughs> like, a lot of help. Nope. Do not judge your friends or your family for having help. Like, we should yeah. all have help. No, there's it's no judgment. Everyone in the show here knows that how much help my sister and I have. So, yeah. Like, oh, my God. We Only way to survive, girl. And we're open about it, too. It's very important. You need like space. <laughs> so then you always told yourself you were never gonna have help, but now you do. Until well, he was like you. one. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna do the first year. Like, I don't want anybody else like bringing their values or like their whatever. Like a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> Happens. Happens. Okay, let's take a break and come back for a super mom tip or tip. Hey, super mamas, Paulina and Brisa here. We just want to remind you to rate and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher. Follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, have you seen us rocking our Super Mama swag? Well, we want you to join in. Use promo code SMPODCAST at checkout on supermamas.com slash swag for 15% off your next order. Again, that's code SMPODCAST on supermamas.com slash swag for 15% off. Okay, now back to the show. And we're back with my pick or tip of the week. Yeah. To start with your beautiful guest, what is your pick this week? Well, <laughs> As opposed to last week's. Zola. <laughs> this week's pick is, no, I have two picks. For you beautiful ladies today. Um, the first one are actually the divination cards that I talked about in my routine. They're called Sacred Symbols for Divination and Meditation by Marcella Kroll, who's actually native to Los Angeles. Um, she, I believe she has actually has a shop here. Um, these cards are 
incredible. They're so beautifully made. Um, and there's a little booklet that tells you what each card is about. And I think it's nice to just pick one in the morning every day, you know, kind of like look how beautiful that is. Oh, Goddess. So cool. Maybe we'll have to pick one on air. Yeah, let's pick one. And look, yeah, let's pick one. You want to pick one yeah. right now? Yeah. We okay. shuffle them, no? Do I close yeah. my eyes? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to so shuffle them. Okay, and I'm closing my eyes. I'm going to shuffle them, and then you're going to break the, the cards. So okay. cut the cards, and then we'll fan them out, and then you pick. Okay. Oh, you're a great uh, shuffler. Shuffler. <laughs> a card, a card shark. On okay. The low. Is that is that you cut them and then put some top? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, cool. All right, so now we're gonna fan them out. <laughs> and the way that I do I it, think, what does fanning out mean? Like fanning out. them out, oh, fanning oh, them out, it. like putting them out in a little like semicircle. So the way that I do it is I like put my hand over, and this is gonna sound so woo woo. But I get like a a piercing feeling in my middle finger, and that's the card that I pull. I don't know if oh, this is gonna work for let you, me but see. try it. Let's see. Um, I'm not getting a piercing feeling, <laughs> but 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 I just touched this one though. That one feels that one's being well. Good. I think is this one okay? Love. Wow. Love. Art is so nice. Oh my God. Okay. You want me to read it? Yes, please. The love card symbolizes open heart, unconditional and universal love. Uh, Whatever your question, know that love is the source, the question and the answer. Meditate when you want to feel more love in its purest form and to connect to others in a more heart centered way. Ooh. Aww. Aww. Really beautiful I love these cards. <laughs> Do you want to pull one? Yes. But yeah. you have to re- redo it? Okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just have to do a little shuffle. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Shuffle it up. Do you want to so fan then it I out? Guess, uh, I'd rather just not touch it. <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't want to be, like, I want her to get a great card. And not that if I touch it, I won't, but if something happens without, I just don't want to be responsible for the card. Oh, cut them, sorry. Cut them, Paulina. Cut them in half. I mean, as in like, when you mean cut them Take half of the deck and move it next to each other. Yeah, there you okay. go. Okay. There you go. So love I'm is always nervous. the answer. I am just like contemplating on what that meant. And love is always the source and love is always the answer, which love, is true. It is. And it's just being in love, like just loving yourself and knowing your worth, right? I'm all like thinking about what my car said. Okay, Paulina. Let me see if I get a, if I get a tickle in my... <laughs> in your middle finger. You're getting a little piercing feeling. Okay, let's see. Friendship. <gasps> oh. oh, I've never pulled that card before. Actually, because I'm a great friend. That's an amazing. <laughs> that's so cool. You are a great friend. Oh, you want to hear what it means? Yes. Friendship, a new ally, positive support, and camaraderie. Maybe that's me. Oh, yay! Uh, <laughs> meditate when you want more harmony and peace in your community. Also, used to draw new alliances and friends. And so, that symbol on the card is a Native American symbol of two arrows crossed, signals the end of war, peace, and friendship. Yes, peace, end of war. Let's do this. That See, is so beautiful. You know what it is? It's like Captain Marvel Captain when Marvel. it was about not about ending the majority wars. Watching. Yes, oh my God, but it was about. Ending all wars, some, all wars or something like yes. that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's spring. It's like the end know, of that yes. and the beginning of something oh, new and beautiful. I Thank you for those. Thank love you and so friendship. Much. All right, you ladies are hey, really lit. Yeah, I'm very happy to yeah. be here for many more reasons. I was like, oh my god, I hope I don't get like a 
shadow or something like that. But the shadow is also okay. No, but I'm I glad didn't. we didn't get it on the air. <laughs> it would have been like, oh. <laughs> well, shadow means. Like, shadow means nice. you need to uh, take a shower. Girl, you got to work on some things. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, I have one more pick that pick? I want to yes. give. What's so this is also going into the self-care. Um, I really love massages. Mm-hmm. And I know that they can be super expensive. And it's hard to f- find a place. But there is a place here in Los Angeles called The Now. And there are four of them, I believe, mm, um, on the east now. side and on the west side. And it's really reasonably priced, luxurious massage. And like you feel like you're in a place Ooh. in Tulum. Like an 80-minute massage is $100. <gasps> what? Yes. And they're bomb massages. Like they're now. really Googling good massages. I am open. I am Googling this. Yeah, right the now massage. Now. And so you can actually make um, a profile on their website and book right there. Wow. So their whole thing is that it's like on demand, but it's not that on demand because people love it so much. Yeah. But you can book like a day, you know, to, like if you wanted to go tomorrow, you could book today. <gasps> so That's check amazing. it out. It's in Silver Lake, Santa Monica, Studio City, and West Hollywood. Oh, I am so, looking right now. I know. I love Thank massages. now is the bomb. Um, do you want to go, Bricia? Yes, my pick is going to be a movie. You guys know I love movies. I love going to the movies. I love watching movies. Um, and I watch a movie called Fighting with My Family. Mm. It's a wrestling movie. Oh, The Rock is in the movie. Oh, wow. He okay. uh, produced it, uh, executive producer. He's also in it, not the star of the movie, but he makes a cameo. And it's about this wrestler. Her name is Paige. A People who What's are a girl? In, yeah. If uh, if y'all into wrestling WWE, then you guys will know who Paige is. And it's about her story, her family, oh, cool. um, her wrestling family back in the UK and her story of how she came to be the number one female wrestler in the WWE and wow. won a championship. And it's super funny, super inspirational touches on every single thing you want to know about empowerment every giving up on your dreams everything and really really funny so oh awesome family movie i took my son he loved it so it's in theaters yeah it's on theaters right now but i'm sure it'll be soon on demand to rent so finding with my family it's my pick oh that's that's a that's a good one well my tip this week is because i did this whole organizing my kitchen um a lot of people were asking me where the jars that I was using to store my uh, my pantry and actually all of those are reusable um, jars from let's say if I buy like a tomato paste or something like that mm-hmm. I I wash it really well and I take out all the the labeling and those are the things that I'm reusing I'm I don't know why I'm in this like recycle sustainability reuse. queen yeah. I'm trying to be because I realize how much trash I mm-hmm. I produce in my house. It's crazy. Cleaning my kitchen yesterday, I literally had a con- the, the blue container full of things that I just, you know, just packages and stuff. So the jars, I used those. Um, there were also, when I was using Yumi, the, the baby food, uh, they had these really cute... <laughs> Um, jars and I use those for my spices and all I did was I bought um, on Amazon I got chalkboard stickers and uh, it comes with a pen 
I'll put the link on the show. Like you can just put any labels. And um, I use those all over my jars and they all look like uniform. They all look like they belong together, but it's just like the stickers and that. That is so clever. Yes. So reuse. And what marker do you use? It's just a white Sharpie? It comes with the stickers, with the chalkboard. Oh. It's like a chalk, it's like a chalk marker. So that's um, so cool. Yeah. And I love that I had fun making the stick, the stickers. And I, what I did, I say, I put all my pantry in Spanish so that my kids can learn all the spices names in Spanish when they open. Very If they ever open, you know, but I just thought it would be, it would be helpful to have that. So yeah, that was it. I, it was like, six dollars the stickers and that's and the jars will come with the food that you're already buying because you know you we throw so much yeah, just stuff re- away re- so repurposing them, them. Mm-hmm. very smart that's my tip i'm way. going to use that tip yeah it looks cool <laughs> like you know thank you so much for being here where can moms find you stalk you be your friend look uh, hire you anything collaborate with you well, I want to say thank you so much to you both, Bricia and, and Paulina. This has been so lovely. Um, and you can find me online. What a surprise. <laughs> On the gram. You also yeah, have your podcast. My Instagram is Zoila Darton, Z-O-I-L-A-D-A-R-T-O-N. My business is word.agency, and that's where you can find like all of our events and stuff. Um, and I also just launched my own podcast, called The Women I Know, which you'll get links on those Instagram pages. And you can find all my other links, business, and just like holler if you want to say hi. Hey. DM. Slide in the DM. I love it. DM. Thanks so much for coming. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank you. Hey, sisters. Thank you so much for listening. Hope all of you guys are subscribed to our newsletter. If you're not, make sure you hit that subscribe button on superromas.com. We will be sending out invites to upcoming events, promos, and super cool surprises your way. And of course, you can always keep up with us through the gram at underscore supermamas and on Twitter also at underscore supermamas and in the face at supermamas podcast. Oh, one more thing. We want to hear your supermama moment of the week to share with all of you sisters. Call into our hotline. 424-329-3707 and leave us a message or simply email us a voice note to hello at supermamas.com. Very soon, we could be featuring you on the show. Please remember to leave your name and Instagram handle for a chance to be featured. Much love and see, see you, you next week. week. Supermama! <laughs>